This episode of The Champs is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus on your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, New Girl, Scandal, SNL, Fallon, Kimmel, Seth Meyers. Should I go on? Is that not enough for you, you animal? Basically, like it's it's good. They I use it. I Neil Brennan personally uses it. You probably tried Hulu. Hulu Plus is so much more. Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Hulu Plus lets you watch thousands of hit TV shows and movies in the living room or on the go. You literally, they have every the first three seasons of SNL. Just you can watch the what was on in nineteen seventy seven at twelve forty five. Shit is interesting, bro. Uh, you can also check out exclusive content, including Hulu originals like The Wrong Man's and Behind the Mask, which is a docu series that takes you behind the mask of uh, behind the world of sports mascots. Hence, Behind the Mask. Not about murderers, mascots. Though some may murder. Uh, you also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids content. So, dude, here's the deal: seven ninety-nine a month. Catch up on all your current shows. Scandal, freaking. New Girl, freaking Mindy Project, Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's the, the one of the easy things is it's all right there. You don't have to go like from site to site, and it's a waste. Only seven ninety nine a month. You can stream as many TV shows and movies as you want, wherever you want. Again, phone, computer, tablet. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com/champs. Special offer for our people. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash champs so you can get an extended free trial and, and they know we sent you. Again, HuluPlus slash champs. Free two weeks. You're not, it's not, they're not going to do an auto renewal on you. Just free two weeks. Check it out. See if you use it. Go from there. HuluPlus.com slash champs. Bye. Hi, my name is Neil Brennan. You may know me as the voice of Samsung. Did you know that, Cypher? Yeah, I'm the voice of Samsung. Um, don't make a big deal about it. You're handling it pretty well. Come see me Sunday night at in the Westside Comedy Theater and also watch my special on... I think it's on YouTube. Just just YouTube it. I can't post it, but it's on YouTube, the whole special. Someone posted it. Oh, I don't want, did? Yeah, I don't want to make a big deal about it because then Comedy Central will take it down, but... Go find that shit. Even though the head of Comedy Central came up to me last week and said, I'm a huge fan of That is true. So, Doug, stop listening. Do not. <laughs> Doug Herzog, don't Herzog? do nothing. Yeah. yeah. He came up to me and he goes, hey, man, I'm a big fan of your podcast. I was like, no. You know I do <laughs> oh, there was, a gra- there was a great tweet <laughs> yesterday. Did you see the tweet yesterday? No. You're going to hate it. Oh, oh, don't even, no, no, there's no reason to bring that here. I've, there's so many negative tweets about you that I've ignored and not brought. I agree. Thank you. People are haters. They need to eat a dick. All people. Everybody knows that. Go spit some dates, Moshe. April Fool's Day, I'll be in New Orleans, Louisiana at One Eye Jacks. Tom Lennon and Natasha Leggero followed immediately by April 3rd through the 5th at Laugh Boston in Massachusetts. Should Boston, Massachusetts. I love how you're explaining date, how dates work, how the calendar works. And April, which is the same month as the last date, 17th, University of Oregon in Eugene at the Wow Hall. Come fuck with me. Great. You got anything you want to promote, Cypher? Me? Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Cypher Sounds, uh, famous in New York City. Um, uh, I do a show uh, at the UCB Theater, UCB East, every Friday night at 9 o'clock, 8.30 for Spanish and black people. 
where I get hip hop celebrities to tell stories and we create a whole improv show from it. Fantastic. All right. Let's do this. Now you're fucking with the champs. We're back. Hey, it's the Champs Podcast coming to you directly from Los Angeles, California. You may be noticing my radio voice, and that's because we have a radio. Do you think legend is too much? Oh, yeah. Come on. Definitely uh, too much. Personality. Radio personality is <laughs> fine. Do you, do you consider, what do you consider yourself? Uh,. On as far as radio, yeah, just like like a DJ. Do you yeah. do you get amped to start? Do you have a prep? All right, let's explain to people who you are. Okay, <laughs> well, I do the morning show on Hot ninety seven in New York City. I uh, also DJ. Uh, I do stand up. I do improv. Uh, all around cool guy. Cool guy. Yeah, he what is makes a cool you guy. sound cool, man. Hmm? Got a lot of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> jobs make you cool. Um, now, all right. So when I knew you, you were the, the DJ, you DJed for Chappelle show. Yep. Thanks and to you. Thank yep. you. You're welcome. How did you get that? Uh, another job? youngster that I helped out. How did that go down? Oh, this how, is one of your interns. How did it, how did you get that? Um, I was cool with Chappelle. I met when I was DJing for most deaf. Oh, there and you go. Most and Chappelle were cool. Yeah. And then I would see Chappelle like just around town and he would always take me to the cellar with him. Yeah. And then, uh, then you... We had a DJ, and he just, I'm not kidding when I say, I'm not going to say who it was. He smelled like poop. <laughs> and then bad. I was like, That's literally for like. the pilot? No, he was on some actual shows. Oh. Um, I mean, and it's I did the so pilot. easy to figure out who it is. Uh, maybe it was the pilot. We're going to go with the pilot then. I did uh, the pilot. Remember? So you smell like doo-doo, man. You don't even remember that. You did the pilot? I did the pilot. What if he realized in this we moment that there it was, was you? There was no DJ in the pilot. I was there. Oh, maybe I just did it like an announcement. The live? What did you do? It was at some theater, like maybe like a college or something. Oh, that was the pilot, but that wasn't. That was actually the pilot on Chappelle Show was hilarious because we did a thing where Dave came out to like a packed crowd, like crowded theater, like "Hey, what's up, everybody?" Then he went into the audience and was like, "Yeah," and then he just walked through the audience and out the front door. (laughs) It was like, "Aren't you sick of fucking people doing shows like that?" And then we ended up doing a show like that, but it was a funny thing. Um. Yeah, you did do the pilot. You're I remember right. I learned the term Megan Mullally. And every time I kept saying it, everybody kept laughing. Wait. You never heard? You didn't know who she was? Uh, no. Oh. At the time. All right, so you're... You would just say someone else's name? And- no, because it was part of the intro. Like, tonight's guest, Megan Mullally. And they would all laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you still can't say it. <laughs> you're saying it like a person who's just speaking just words for the first time, like a, <laughs> like a jungle person. Megan Mullally. <laughs> Oh, like an Amazonian? Yeah, like out. Megan Mullally. Here's some things you need to know about. Okay, we have cars. There's Megan hard currency. Mullally. And comedy's Megan Mullally. That's like what you Cannot call talk. sex or something? Um, all right, so you're, you do the de- your, your morning show DJ. Explain to people how you became a DJ. Because here's what I'll say yeah. about DJs. It's everyone says they're a DJ. Now. Yes. That's a now thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it used to be an actual pain in the ass. Huh? It used to be a pain in the ass to be a Oh, DJ. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Like carrying records. Carrying crates of records, uh, breaking your back. Um, the thing about DJing, like for clubs, you always had people that want to go to the club with you. So if you have six crates of records, you'd have six guys carrying your records in. And then at the end of the night, it would be one guy, you, 
carrying six crates out. Even so, that's assuming that they all got some pussy, or none well, of them got pussy. Just, it, they it would was just four disappear. Day yeah, they would just disappear. Uh, and you carried. Who did you Who did you carry records for? Um, I opened. I opened up for this guy DJ Riz, who was down with Funkmaster Flex. Right. So that's how I met Funkmaster Flex and got on Hot ninety seven. And when he when you met him, did he scream at you? Hello. No. No. He didn't. He, he doesn't do that in his. I DJ. I opened up at a club. And That's a killer uh, funk master flex, by the way. <laughs> what? Hello. Oh. I mean, I don't have it. Was that you Barack got... Obama or <laughs> funk master flex? <laughs> What's yours? Let me see. I, I don't know. I've done it. It's not Let's bad. Do it again. But I don't do it loud. I'm Come not, on, do I, it again. Come I'm on, Neil. It. I'm not Everybody doing wants it. Again. I'm sure you can do it. I w- we'll Let's hear it. What do you got? Second. No, I can't do it. All right. He's a, he's a very difficult guy to Hello. get. Hello. Hello. Hello, you are tuned in to. Let me be clear. That's me. Let me be clear. Jay Z is here. <laughs> okay, so, uh, all right, so you you became a, you were a DJ. Yeah, and then I was, like, Flex's intern. Uh, I would open up for him at clubs, and then I started helping him at the radio station, carrying records, uh, getting food, all that stuff, coffee. And you didn't mind kind of shoveling shit? No, I mean, it's not the greatest, but I've always, that's how I got every job ever, pretty much. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, you always struck me as a guy who didn't have, like, a lot of, like a big ego. Nah. You're just like, Pride, what do I got to do? Uh, nah, yeah. It's, it's if you do this, you get on. Speaking of egos and DJs, ever tell you the DJ Premier, when I saw DJ Premier live, ever told you the story? I think you have. You didn't like him. Well, he well that night, he was just screaming. He was just screaming at the audience. He was like, hello, I'm DJ Premier. <laughs> I, uh, no, but he was well, going. Premier is the nicest guy. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't being mean, oh. but he was just like, he just stopped. There was, it was one speech he gave. He goes, he stopped the record and he's like, it's like a hip hop speech. He goes, if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, you ain't shit. I was like, that is the opposite <laughs> message that you should be giving the people that don't like. What that's they also see. what the, that's their problem to begin with. I, no, exactly. What that, I'm saying. Yeah, they're not shit to begin with. They're like, I knew it. I and knew yeah, I wasn't shit. So Right. So you're thank you for confirming what I already thought. <laughs> hip hop legend <laughs> DJ Premier Primo. has confirmed. Yeah. What I've always felt. Okay, so now you do the radio every. It's you. I, explain to people how you. You're a podcaster made good. Yeah, you're the. He's you're the best case scenario for what podcasting. Okay, Why? meaning you were sort of DJing, right? Like you had a little bit of show on Hot ninety seven. Yeah, but then you and Rosenberg started podcasting, and that a shit. The show grew out of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they they knew they wanted to hire Rosenberg. And then they wanted to put me on the morning show because I was on other times. And then they were like, we don't know when you're going to have the morning show or if you are, but I think you guys should work together. And I want to see how you guys sound with each other. So Rosenberg was like, oh, we'll do a podcast called the Juan Epstein podcast, which is like this turned into this huge hip hop historian type of podcast. I love um, those kind of podcasts. No, it's good. That's it's we really kinda, good. That's kind of like our shit, too. Yeah, it's Except really, you guys it's have really better, good. Like, we have, have great guests. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you, yeah, because I'm not a guest on my podcast. <laughs> your podcast is shit now. Can we yeah, come right. be guests and yeah, talk about yeah. hip hop? On your no, podcast? just say no. Yeah, yeah. shut us down. I didn't need you to say yes. <laughs> no, I was expecting a no. No, I love it. And then, um, and then, then we got the morning show. But then we figured out a lot of stuff. Our personalities from the podcast. Like, what did you figure out? Um, just like he's like super hardcore underground hip hop. He's like a purist. Right. I'm more like a party guy. I love underground hip hop, but not as much as him. And then we also like, we had similar interests like, you know, curb, like comedy right. stuff. And he was good at voices. I'm good at one liners, stuff like that. Right. 
Okay, so so then you from that they were like they just gave you sort of the morning show, right? Um, no, first um, they tried a syndicated morning show with Big Boy from L.A. Right, and that didn't work. But that they wasn't gave pretty us, satisfying. We were uh, <laughs> we were. He can't confirm, but he like, did smile when I said it what? must have been pretty satisfying to watch a guy from L.A. fail in New York. But I love Big Boy; he's a great guy. We all guy. do, but it's nice to see someone fail when they come to your territory, especially if we want the job. And they were like, yeah. "We want to put Siphon Rosenberg." They're like, "No, we want to put Big Boy." So they gave us like the pre-morning show, which was like. Four to six. <laughs> That's then, a black hip hop show right there. That's like the black <laughs> comedy show where they put on like just people that work like we're going to have a pre-show. Then the then the, yeah, we're going to have a one hour pre-show of just like new jacks. Yeah, new jacks. New and then the and then the MC and then the real show. <laughs> uh, OK, so then you started you started the OK, so the four to six. And, yeah, did you, and then after a year, the big boy didn't cut it or whatever. And then they put us on. Okay, and then and what's been your arc with the show? Uh, well, it's it's changed a lot. It was the Cypher Sounds of Rosenberg show, and then <laughs> somewhere along the line, our boss Ebro it was put on the show, and then our boss Ebro took over the show. Who made these calls? You two? I think our boss Ebro. <laughs> yeah. And then it became the Hot 97 Morning Show, which is slang for the Ebro Show. Hey, I got an idea. I'm going to pitch this out. I am the decision maker on it. I'm going to be in charge. And I spoke everything. to myself about this. <laughs> and, and I have been testing very well with myself. Right. Yeah. Big uh, Boy didn't work out, but Ebro. Ebro's going to work you, out. Okay. And are any of you guys like specifically radio people? Uh. Like in the traditional, in the traditional sense. sense, yeah. Ebro is, and Rosenberg is too. Rosenberg went to school for like journalism, and then he started in DC, like radio, radio. Right. Hot ninety seven is is not traditional radio. We're like our own thing. Meaning, every show on Hot ninety seven, or your show in particular? No, every show. It's that just it's not like like if you go to like any town in the Midwest, a lot of the radio people might sound the same. Yeah, it's like a certain style of radio. Hot 97 sounds completely different. Yeah. But so then all those other places like, oh, you guys don't do real radio. And like, no, because ours is Oh, they want fun. you to do the voice? Yeah. Yeah. It's Hot 97. Welcome. New jams. Oh, see? It's not easy. Hello. <laughs> now you're talking. That's <laughs> yep, really good. That's, <laughs> oh, what is that? that's a fun flex. <laughs> His He's pretty traditional, though. Huh? Fun flex. He's just crazy. Hey, are you crazy? I mean, I don't listen to the show that much, but no. I'm saying like. Okay, so you guys have gotten in trouble. Well, I don't... Where are you from? Like, you grew up in New York. Yeah, I'm from the Bronx. And what sort of... It seemed... You seem like a pretty rational, sane person. I think so. I I moved from the Bronx to Long Island during high school. And that's when I really got into hip-hop because it was like a culture shock. I moved to like a like an all-white neighborhood, all-white high school. Sorry, guys. I The fact that you're apologizing for living around white people and that changing your life is not, yeah. Neil is, almost just did a backflip when you said that. I mean, no, that's so I say every single, almost every single person that's ever been on the show has an experience like that. Wait, oh, really? Yeah. And Moshe around? claims he wasn't against it. This motherfucker can't. But let, he was against Neil, it, and I'm thinking about can't let a thing running go. a clip of you saying that you don't like it. Run a clip. What doesn't he like? He like doesn't it. like that I say that if a black dude spends time around white people at a young age, he, gener- in my experience, has a... Uh, you want to know what life? I've said this a million times. Like, a more successful adu- professional career. I, I I understand what he's saying, though. It you makes want, sense. You want me to tell you 
for the fiftieth time, what I really was, what, yeah. what did make me uncomfortable. Yes. It wasn't the idea; it was the glee with which you screamed the idea at our black <laughs> guests right in the beginning. And I wasn't used to it. He was just like, "Oh, that's what I'm, I'm talking about, like, white people." Yes. Yes. In your face, yeah. I would say. In your face. A <laughs> lot of times, I he throw, would dunk a, a Nerf a basketball right. on the dude. I would throw the, a pie at their face yep. and say, "That's it, without white people, you'd be nowhere." Yep, you'd be just a pie eating. I fool. mean, it does open you up culturally. It gives you a different experience. Yeah. It demystifies white people. Yes. Look, I've been. Neil's I've, giving me a dirty it's look. True. I, yes, I've never given you a clean look. That, is, that is true. <laughs> like I know black dudes nowadays that would be like, "Yo, I never even been with a white woman." I'm like, why? Why would you even? Why would you not be with different women, different yeah. kinds of women, different kinds of people? So okay, so you grow up in Long uh, Island and and two parent home. No, my father died when I was three. How did he die? He drowned. <laughs> That's a first. Sorry to laugh, but that's pretty funny. What do you mean? Uh, just uh, drowned because no one drowns. No, it's just no was one. Was he drowns. around white people? If he was around white people, he wouldn't have drowned. No, he's around Puerto Ricans. See, uh, isn't what's the Mooney? Oh, what's the Mooney joke? Is that Puerto Ricans are black people that can swim? Is that the joke? Turned yeah, up. he could. My, <laughs> this is not funny. My father, he could swim, but he was like almost like he was basically legally blind, and he lost his glasses when the boat tipped over, and he was swimming aimlessly. I'm sorry. I mean, that is funny. That's pretty funny. I hate that it's true, but it's very funny. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. It's also got to be funny if you're on the boat and you're like, come to my you're, swimming you're in the right direction from, and he just is going away. You're like, Cypher's dad. You're, stop a, you're an inch from the surface. Yeah. No. And he's like, over here. And he's going away from you. And, like, that's how, no. and that's how the game Marco Polo was invented. You idiot. So bad. <laughs> so bad. You idiot. I don't think you gave me the credit. Marco Polo was pretty sweet. Yeah. I and mean, that was really... I was trying to think about Spanish Marco Polo joke. Oh, yeah. I couldn't translate it. Marco Pollo. Come Marco on, guys. Pollo. <laughs> All right. Come on, guys. See? I mean, it's not the greatest thing, but I, I, it under it duress, As I came a radio guy, it. you admit that when your partner does something, even when it's not something you might think is the best, you got to kind of like give yeah, it to him, you support him. You got to big it up. That's big up. Big me do up, you, Are you friends with Rosenberg off the show? Uh, Yeah. Not, not best friends. We're friends. Right. Yeah. But you understand. Were you ever best friends? No, no, no. Did you? So you never thought you were going to be best friends? Was no, never like, no, no. You just immediately no. understood. Yeah, we just got different likes outside of work. He's a Jew. I like to saying. work. No, I have no problem with Jews. Come on, you, uh, not even a little one. No, I never even knew. <laughs> I didn't even understand the issue was with Jews until thank I went you. left New York. Fucking thank you. This Again, is another every, thing no, that I no matter what all ever, the time. I'm like confirming a lot no on this podcast. <laughs> thank you. No matter what is ever said, Neil will give me a look and go. That's what I'm That's talking what about. That's what I've been telling you, Moshe. No one cares about Jews. No one's mad no, at I Jews. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, no one's Thank mad. You. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. I know on. in New York, like, we had Jewish holidays holidays off from school. And I just, it was, there was just Jewish people. I thought it was just another thing. And then when you go to other places in the country, they're like, there's no Jews. And there's no Puerto Ricans. And it's like, oh, the fucking Jews. And I'm like, what do you they don't even. Jews. But the thing is, they don't actually know what they're talking about. That is funny, isn't it? The less Who? Jews you have, the more likely you'll have a those fucking Jews. Yeah. Yeah. They just go like oh, they're they doing no this, and they're. It's like, no but idea. how do you know? You've never even. Yeah, you've never even met one. It's crazy. You've never even done a podcast. And like, no, before. but mm, even in New York, at, even in parts of New York, like when Rosenberg first came on the radio, they thought. There was a guy on the radio with the yarmulke and the curls and the black. Oh, that's black. funny. No, like, cause like, ki ki like kids in Brooklyn who live around like Hasidic Jews, that's what Jews are right. to them. 
Right. Just that. And they're like, yo, you got the dude with the curls up there? I'm like, I have curls. What do you mean? They're like, no, the Jew. I was like, you, know, you shouldn't a, say that. That's a pretty awesome idea of a guy, a, like a Hasidic Jew who's just like super into underground hip hop. There's got to be <laughs> There's one. There's got to be one. Out there oh, somewhere. Oh, yeah, it has to be. There's gotta, they're all into prostitutes, right? That's what yeah, I always all hear. all of them. I always hear it. You always hear that, right? Uh, well, I think... Orthodox what, and Hasidic Jews are super, is, like, because it's all weird repression and shit. Well, I think what happens is they go to prostitutes, like all people go to prostitutes, but when people see them come to a prostitute, people go like, holy shit. It's like shit. seeing Superman. Yeah. <laughs> no, but exactly. it's the, I think it's the no protection thing that makes it crazy. Why? They don't fuck with condoms? That's what I heard. That sounds like bullshit. That, I know a girl that used to live in Midland Park in Brooklyn. Or Mid- so I'm ready to sign on. He knows a girl. Go ahead. <laughs> <No> girl. <laughs> and she was Korean, and her mom owned a Korean market in the hood. And she said a lot of there was like a some kind of AIDS epidemic in the Hasidic Jewish community because they didn't wear protection. Yeah, I uh, believe that. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. But to I, me. they yeah. are self-hating. Jews are self-hating, so fucking a prostitute without a, a condom. But there's also that the weird milieu. religious thing. It's like but not Catholics if you want a prostitute, and You're already out of the religious thing, right? right but right, you don't. Done. You literally don't want to fuck up twice. That's how they think. They I, think like, well, it's like bargaining with. My, that sounds crazy. Maybe they are so. Maybe they don't know about condoms. Maybe that's how repressed they are. That's maybe. that I'd believe. That but they you know would believe Shaniqua? that. that yeah, Shaniqua, and Shaniqua would say, put a condom on, and also. Why are these people, why are these prostitutes allowing? Well, if it's like a, uh, if it's like a crackhead prostitute, oh, she, yeah, yeah, she yeah. doesn't care. Right. She's just getting that Krizak. Yeah. <laughs> she got Krizak. Do they people still are. get that Krizak? That's kind of, isn't that sort of No, but now? when she told the story, crack was big. This oh, is that a long was hot. Time. Yeah, what do people do now? I don't know how it Speed? is now. What do people in the hood do now? Molly and fucking yeah, crazy drugs. Molly and like wait, uh, so D boys sell Molly now? Molly, yeah. Dudes would be on the corner selling Molly. They're not on the corner. It's like clubs, and they sell, uh, uh, drink is big now. Drank the scissor, yeah, codeine or whatever that scissor is. Scissor finally took off. Are there yeah. not drug dealers on the corners anymore? Not as much as it used to be now. What I mean, that you, still is. What do not. the youth do? Heroin is making a big comeback. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Be cool, you know right? why heroin's making a huge comeback? Because Oxycontin is too expensive. Right, I heard yeah. that. I heard that too. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like now like the pills, the, the prescription drugs are out of control and people are going, Oh, I'll just do heroin. Yeah, I heard that same thing. That is so crazy, man. You don't all right, so you're if anything, your only vice is like working too much, right? Yeah. What about eat junk food? What about uh what about what do you call it? What? That Krizak. No, not, I never not did the Krizak because okay. Uh, I never even smoked. No, I'm talking about the what about sex? Oh, oh yeah. Well, I'm not married now. You were married. I had to, you had to give married. it up. Yeah, give, give it big up. up. But you got to big up your wife as well yeah. as your partner. I bet you're happily married. Yeah. Mm. I'm. A, I didn't love the tone on that. No. <laughs> I, I was you do pretty. It again? I was pretty good uh, with myself before therapy, and now I go to therapy, and I'm like a hundred percent good. Let's talk about That's that. That's rare. That uh, to quote the Chris Rock joke, he he just said it once on a show. I'm including you and black people. Black people only, black men only go to therapy if the court orders it. Well, what about yeah, Puerto bad. Rican men? Is that different? All right, same thing. Black and Puerto Rican is the same. Think Don't so? divide and conquer us. Don't you use a white man's only trick to divide and conquer us. Well, I just want to pit you guys against one that's, another. You, if you th- first of all, if you think that's our only trick, you're yeah. out of your fucking It is. Mind. If if you break it down to the core, Farrakhan told me. Farrakhan just said, did you see that video? What? Where Farrakhan said, Barack Obama, open up 
Area 51. Show us that. No. It was him. It was him on camera. Like, I, I thought it was a camera trick at first. Yes. I was like, you fucking I have you to lost see that. your mind. I have to it's see over. Uh, what? Okay, so you, what are you going? Are you going with your girl or you're just going by yourself? Uh, yeah, well, the reason why I, went, I was like, not anti marriage, but I was super careful about marriage. And I, I told her, let's go to no therapy. Kids. No kids, though. No. Okay. I said, let's go to therapy to do like some preventive maintenance, preventative maintenance, ask the therapist, hey, what's the top five reasons people get divorced or have trouble in their marriage? You see everything as number, let's, everything. it's everything's a countdown with everything. you. It's a radio yeah. Everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> everything. What's so top five? Coming up after the break, we're going to go over some of my top five of intimacy. My specific relationship <laughs> will not work out. We'll be right back. So I go in there, go to couples therapy. We didn't really have problems. It was just, yeah, I just wanted to see. And then, then opening up in therapy, then I started realizing I had some other issues. So then Which I started were? going on my own N- with her a little bit, but it was some. What were they? Like I was super private, like paranoid private. You're very private. Well, can you tell us more of your issues? With <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm not. With there, with privacy. Yeah, like I was like I wouldn't like I wouldn't tell anybody where I lived. I wouldn't have people at my house. I was like super like. I mean, I'm still careful, but it was like, it was beyond. Where do you live? I wouldn't fly alone. I hate flying alone. I live downtown. <laughs> Could you give us more specific <laughs> You wouldn't uh, fly by yourself? No, I was scared. Who was would you scared. bring with you? Always like my road manager or something or somebody with me. I would pay. If it was only flying me out, I would pay for somebody else to go. Wow. I didn't uh, like to. Like, I always sit like in an aisle seat. You know what I'm saying? Like, have is that OCD little, or that's just like kind of? I thought it was. I thought it was like, oh, I'm OCD, but it was really like just some inner issues. And then, uh, did you figure out the root of these issues? Um, it has to do with not having a father growing up. My mom being young when she had me, so my mom was just figuring out how to be a parent. She wasn't the best communicator. And then, like, like the therapist, like my my therapist was like, you have maybe some issues with your dad not being around. I'm like, no, my dad died. He didn't right. leave us. He died. I'm dealing with it, and that's that. She's like, okay, let me ask you a question. And then you told him the story, and he started laughing? <laughs> no, she, and no. She goes, she goes, she goes, so who like, told you Let me get this to- straight. Guy's on a boat, his fucking glasses <laughs> fall off? And he just doesn't swim back. <laughs> this is 1979? No, <laughs> she goes, let me ask you a question. Who taught you how to shake a hand? And I was like, Really? That not, was it? Not, not crying, but then... I it, wonder if she does that question a lot. That's like It's, it's a good question, though, because if you don't have a dad, who did teach you how to shake a hand? Because yeah. you know these bitches don't be shaking no hands. They don't be shaking no hands. Bitches do not shake hands. They'd be like this. So then she was like, who taught you... <laughs> Motion just did a killer visual. Good, guys. <laughs> Come to a taping if you want to get a good laugh out of some of the stuff Motion does. Killer, killer visual. See, this is not Maybe he'll me post up. something on... This is on, bigging me down. Bigging you maybe down. he'll post something on our non-existent website. You stay bigging me down, man. <laughs> you don't even have a website for this? Yeah, we got a We're website. Disorganized. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know why I was so aggressive with We've you. I'm sorry, Cypher. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's really residual Neil That's stuff. That's crazy. We've man. only been doing it two and a half years. You can't expect us to have a website. Plus get your shit together, man. I know. We need to get our shit together on so many levels. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. But okay, so he, she said, who said? Tell you how to shake your hand. And she was like, when your mom, because my mom's super sarcastic. So she's like, when your mom was sarcastic to you, you didn't have a dad to go, ah, your mother's like that. Don't worry about it. Right. And so like I took her sarcasm to heart. 
and I, it made me like closed what in. What would your mom be sarcastic about? Just out of curiosity, because that's yeah, something I've never heard a guy say. Little things like you're a great DJ. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she'd be like, go, you know, get me an orange from the fridge, and I'm like, oh, I don't see it. She's like, oh, you don't see it? You don't see the oranges? Are you blind? Like shit, like that. And then you'd start. But okay, my mom, <laughs> blind. my mom, blind. blind. No. My mom dad. on my wedding day. My mom on my wedding day in my suit. She comes out. She co- the elevator opens up and she goes, "Oh, look at you! You think you're hot shit?" Damn. And I was like, "Mom, I go to therapy now, so I can handle it." But like that's what you're gonna say to your only son on his wedding day? And she goes, "Like she didn't." She's like, "What? What I say?" I'm like, "You just said you think I'm hot shit. Why don't you say, hey, you look nice?'" Yeah, that's really interesting. That's yeah. like. Because I, I think that, like, normally that's, like, passive aggression. Yeah. Maybe that's the right term. Yeah. But but well, that's my mom's inter- cool, though. Yeah. She's not a... My mom's not a bitch. She just has a, she has a weird sense of humor. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just say, <laughs> though, uh, uh, judges, uh, like, on the... You think you're hot shit? It's a little bitchy. A little, little bitchy. <laughs> a little bitchy. A little bit. What did she say to your, to your wife? Something nah, she, worse? she loves my wife. Like, oh... And then she went to your wife and was like, oh, look at this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ugly oh, oh, right right out. oh, who the fuck is you? Oh, hey, bitch, who are you supposed to be? What did I say? Oh, what wait. did I say? Oh, no, bitch, you in therapy, you can handle it. <laughs> uh, okay, that's interesting. And so how how often do you go to therapy? Huh? How often do you go to therapy? Uh, I go once a week. Okay. Oh, now, I, now I go, now we alternate. My wife goes one week, I go one week. And Same therapist? Yeah. That's a little insane. What the okay, so what oh, were the go top ahead, Neil, five? You go things? with it. Go with your question. Oh, I don't even know. That was got money, sex, children. It was simple. Like that shit got tossed away quickly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it, it became that was just the surface. Yeah, and then we went. got to our we had some issues that we didn't my my wife had a little anger issue. How would it manifest itself? I have no mirrors in my house. She broke all the mirrors. I have no idea what I look like when I leave the house. Oh, you look terrible, man. You think you're hot shit, but you're not. Yeah. My wife broke a lot of mirrors in the house. Really? Really? Yeah. On some fucking Hulkamaniac? Like throwing a shoe at it or something. Like, oh. She wouldn't wouldn't talk about her issues and then it would explode. She would throw a shoe at him. I've broken some windows with some shoes. Have you really? In my my childhood, yeah. Where are you from? Uh, Oakland. Oh, okay. Sorry, I my bad. That in a long time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I no, was pulling my gun as you said it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you. When was the last time you broke a window? From uh, uh, broke a window object. with a shoe. I mean, when I was a teenager. But I would do that was a move. Somehow you would just have your shoe in your hand and you just yeah, throw it. it. I don't know why. Shoe. I keep shoes around. Yeah, I was a Latin woman though when I was a child, so that might have something. Mm-hmm. To that do make, with you're it. assuming that his wife's Latin. I know. I was hoping I'm right. No. Damn it. She white. She's what I like to call Asian Latin. Oh, okay. Filipino. Oh, that is Asian Latin. The yeah. Asians with the Spanish names. Yep. Very confusing. What's yeah. her name? That's Esmeralda? I wanna, yeah. Esmeralda no, come on. Give, her a, give, give, give us the full nah, name. No, 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 no. And we don't even want to know. We want you to You're thrive. weird on the... He's, this, is you to your <laughs> this is another one of your privacy things. another one of your things. I don't like people to know my wife's name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to broadcast my wife's full name on a yeah, podcast. She don't, she don't want none of that crap. Hey, listen. Uh, what'd she do for work? She works at the Federal Reserve. That's oh. interesting. Yeah. That's not my people. Downtown. Like like you, okay, and uh, and so you, so you you work like crazy. You've always worked like crazy. Yeah, I work a lot. I do a lot uh, and do I you, can't. I, if I sit still, I like I could I could chill and do nothing. I have no middle. 
Right. I either chill and do nothing and then I hate myself for not doing anything. I just go out and do shit. Let me get... Uh, you got one? <laughs> Thank you. Go. No. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean that. I just want you to know, just so we can all understand Neil better. That was an olive branch that was painfully given. <laughs> I don't actually have a question. That was painfully given. <laughs> See, and, and finally, and finally... No, 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 no. Don't. No. Don't do what you're going to do. No, I do actually have a question. I was doing a bit. But how, how many rappers do you think, like, do no rappers go to therapy? I mean, how common is therapy in the hip-hop uh, world? Not, like, zero? No, nah, there's got to be a couple, but... Nobody would ever admit to it. And they might not admit to it. Well, what are some of the craziest But stories? the funny thing is, a lot of rappers pull me aside and go, yo, how is that shit, man? How's that therapy? What is that? What's really going on in there? What's happening? What oh, they? Ghostface. Ghostface goes to therapy. That, I actually believe. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, and they, everyone asks me, like, yo, what do they talk about in there? They just never. I like how what are they like? It's like a fucking. <laughs> it's, it ain't no. It's whatever you're talking about. Yeah, that's what they think. Do you do you? Uh, uh, does the work thing have anything to do with your dad? Or your mom? Uh, I don't. Have think you tracked so. it? No. No, I don't think so. No, I just like. I mean, I only work in swimming pools, but it's fun though. My work is fun. Yeah, my work is fun. fun like, and it's like I want to like it's I. The more I do, it's you know, the more things happen, the good things happen, and I strive. Like, I worked. I A and R'd for Jay Z and Pharrell. I was on the Chappelle show. I when did you A and R for those guys? When? Yeah, for Jay and Pharrell. Uh, two thousand three to 2006 something like that was it was that a fun was you were you good at it uh, i think so yeah i mean i not i didn't really have any big hits that came out of me a and r but i brought big hits like i brought rihanna to jay-z for real that's pretty and good Rick ross in the beginning yeah wow if you look uh, can i shout out Let yeah shout out. if you look up rihanna's instagram about a month ago she gave me this big big shout out I like I'm the first one to play her record. She loves me. She wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. I was like, yeah. Can it, yeah was she baby. on vacation? She the bitch is always She's on vacation. All, yo, her Instagram she is all on vacation. vacation. And her butt is sandy as fuck. I mean, <laughs> always. I'd yeah. be on vacation if I was her. She's rich. She comes in. She records a single. Everybody Man. listens to it. She is rich. Uh, did you? How did you find her? Uh, a friend of mine knew her production company i didn't like discover her no i got you but, but i went to the you, studio like, how do you even hear about yeah it? My, my my friend brought me to the studio because his artist was doing a track with her and i met her and i met her producers and then uh she did a song and i played it on the radio before it was signed or anything upon the replay that first song yeah she had. that's one of her best songs yeah i'm in the video i'm the dj is so, that right mm. all these stories you've heard all these hip-hop guys tell what stick what, what well is, let's explain how he's heard the stories yeah, I thought, I thought we did. you do an improv show. Right, right, and, right but people fast forward through the beginning of the show. <laughs> people fast forward through our Tell days. us about your improv show and about the the, the podcast, which is the other place of all those stories. Uh, what, what, the, my improv show? Yeah. yeah. I started taking classes at UCB, which is a famous improv theater. I was just trying to get, I was trying to get better at stand-up, trying to get looser on stage. I was very stiff. And I started taking improv, and then I realized that's a whole nother world. Right. It doesn't, I mean, it helps you. Later on, once you learn it and master it, it does. It's not you can't take one class and be like I'm loose. Yeah, but it's a whole nother world that I discovered, and I just fell in love with it, and I just jumped in it like a hundred percent. Started taking classes, doing shows, indie shows, and bars with weird nineteen-year-old white kids. Like I'm like on Hot 97, I'm doing these shows with like college kids, and then um I just got really into it, and I was like. 
I I can mix this with hip hop and like make a lane, a new lane of comedy for myself. And so yeah, I just started doing. It. I just asked a couple people. The first person I asked was the RZA because I figured like Wu Tang, everyone loves Wu Tang. I'll get a mixed crowd, and it just took off. He never showed up though. He, who, <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, he, he who was, did it instead? Nori Noriega. He did it, and then now, then I did once a month for like three shows, and then after that they wanted me to do a weekly show, and I had like two chains, Action Bronson, Mano, Jim Jones, all the locks, Styles, Jada Kiss, um, who else? Drewski. Victor Cruz. Oh, yeah, Victor Cruz did it. Drews, uh, you Ray we should Kwan, know that you have a white sidekick. But he's I not, do have a white he's sidekick. Not fully white. White on the outside. Yeah, he's definitely he's got, got the he's, he's got, got the hip hop white guy. Definitely. He's got the earrings. Do you, have got, an e- do you have an ego? Neil? Let yeah. me answer. <laughs> no. Neil's what? a humble dude. Uh, Don't hang out with Drewski in a club. Oh, if yeah, you I have an ego. It. Yeah. Oh, because it's about it's bitches will <clears throat> trample you. No, you know yeah. what it is? To get to him. You know why? Because he's good looking. He's dressed like hip hop, but he's got a pussy eating smile. You know what I mean? It's a smile that says, uh, I will eat man. your pussy. I, I, it, I'm lucky. I he's don't got have one of those smiles. You know, he's got he's got a smile where he squints. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, who has a smile like that? It's fucking adorable. <laughs> like Josh. What's that guy? Uh, uh, dude, what's, keep smiling. Yeah, keep the, smiling. Come keep on shining. now. Keep shining. Um, uh, Please commit. Gosling, like Ryan Gosling, yeah. one of those. Yes, he smiles yeah. and he gets like super cute. Like fuck, yeah. I can't believe I'm, f- I, I'm in love with you. And worse. and also you work in d- multiple levels. It's too bad people can't see him, but multiple levels. You know, white girls are like, oh, he's kind of like a black dude. Black girls are like, no, oh, he's kind of like a black dude. So, no. what's that? These white girls, if they white girls look at him and go. Well, if I'm gonna do him, I might as well just go full yeah, black. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah exactly. but but black girls are like. No, yeah, I used to do yeah. a joke about that actually about how like I would love to sleep with a black girl, but she would never choose me because I'm not like a white boy starter kit. Yeah, and you are a white boy starter yeah. kit. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. as close as you. It's like she feels it. At like home. if she closed her eyes yeah. and listened to yeah. him talk, it's like. And you probably wear okay, like I a black like cologne. Yeah. Oh yeah, black yeah. Cologne. I don't even know what that would be, but like, <laughs> just like I don't know what black dudes wear. Cool what water. Kind of you wear? I don't know. A Fahrenheit, but Fahrenheit—that's very old school. Know, black dudes wear uh, what's that? Oh, listen to that voice too. Uh, I'm oils. trying to fuck Drewski. Oils, yeah, oils. oil, oh, oil. Oils. <laughs> there's, a new, there's a new perfume called Oils. Oh shit! It's uh, by Drewski. Uh, oils by Drewski. <laughs> Yo, where can I get it? On on the corner, dude. It's some black shit. You don't, you can't get it. Um. Okay. So, so of all those tales that you heard, what are some of the ones that stick out as just some crazy, amazing oh, story? I don't, it, yo, honestly, it's been so many. Like, Raekwon, the chef from Wu-Tang, comes up and tells, like, an early story of, like, when the Wu-Tang first went on tour, some groupies came on the bus and back to the hotel, and his slang was just like, yo, I mean, she looked kind of dirty, so, you know, I had to boil her real quick. I'm like, hold on, what did you do? He goes, you know, I, I, I set, I set the bathtub to real hot water, put that shower on, and let her sit in there for a little while, boiler. Like Prodigy from Mob Deep said, he they accidentally uh, shot their a guy who was gonna sign them the Def Jam back in the day. They shot him by accident. Um, two chains was gonna. <laughs> Two chains was gonna. They were gonna. They knew this girl that worked at um. This guy that worked at Wendy's, and they were like, "Yo, we are gonna come through, the drive-through. He worked in the drive-through, and we're gonna act like we're robbing you. Give us the money, and then we'll split it with you later." So, 
they're driving through the drive-thru and they're like, yo, give us a burger, fries, whatever. And some girl who's also on the headset goes, yo, is that Tahid? Yo, Tahid, what's up? Come up to the window. So they just skirted off. Like fucking, <laughs> they never she recognized his voice. Nah, they never robbed it. People that rob shit are like bad screenwriters where they never think, they just don't think of like a very obvious thing that could get them caught. <laughs> I go like, oh, you no, know, it's like you got to plant, you got to be like a mastermind. If you're going to do crime. To, ro- to yeah. rob a drive-thru. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, just, just don't, think about it. But don't place an order. Just just, yeah. just, rob just go to the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You why, don't. Why? Why put your voice? Why you have to fake? Man, we got to maintain authenticity. I have a quarter yeah, pounder. I don't please. want. I'm not gonna disrespect the restaurant. I could disrespect the art. Yeah, like that's how we do shit. Um, okay, so you, I want. I want to talk more about your marriage. Does your wife think you work too much? Yes, of course. And I feel like you're. You look like the kind of guy who's always making things up to his wife. Like, no. baby, this weekend we're going to blank because oh, oh, I blank. Oh, like makeup time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sunday's is wife day. And what does that entail? Uh, just simple. Just going out to eat, shopping, movies. So you know, what I try time? To, you get up early? I try to get up as early as I can, 10 o'clock or whatever, roughly, and try to spend Sundays. I try not to do stuff on Sundays. And then also, like, after therapy, we go out, go to eat or whatever. Where you take it? Where you like to eat at? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me tell you where we take my bitches at. Uh, I don't know. We go to like Houston's a lot. Yeah, okay, sure. okay. Houston's a okay. lot. Okay, uh, sure. get some oils yeah. up there. Yep. Get some, Houston's uh, oils. Uh, we go to sushi samba. This is a good to, like, question. Yeah, thank you. Uh, steakhouses a lot. Cheesecake factory. Uh, if that's like we got to go to the suburbs for that, but yeah, <laughs> if we go to the suburbs, yeah. These are the classic hip hop restaurants. Well, by the Cheesecake way. Factory is the classic. What? Hill, yeah. uh, Houston's is? Houston's absolutely. It is? Yeah. Oh, Mr. We, go to Philippe. we used to go to Philippe a lot, but not anymore. It's um, too rappy. Okay, so as a. D, as a get, so what time you got to get up in the morning? 4 30. Um, and what do you do to get ready for the show? I don't, not much anymore. I more handle like the mixing now. I don't I don't do a lot of the prep anymore. Remember Ebro took over the show. So. Oh right. So you're sulking. Yeah. You're no, it's 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 pretty good actually. It's just the hours that suck. What you, so you're on the board? That doesn't sound like No, a, I'm in the there's a separate mix booth. I mean I come in like I'm I like it better now because now I just like drop jokes. I'm just right. funny on the show. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you don't they're have talking to drive about. It. You don't have to go like yeah, up, da, da, da. Uh, yeah driving a morning show is uh, rough. You did get in trouble. I want to talk about the fact that you got in trouble, though. Yeah. Uh, What'd you do? Rosenberg got in trouble as well. Rosenberg was different, though. Yeah. No, tell both of them. Well, Rosenberg, we had Nicki Minaj performing on our Summer Jam, which is like a huge concert we do at Giant Stadium every year. And uh, there's like a festival stage, which has like newer artists outside before Summer Jam. That's like 15,000. And then Summer Jam, 60,000. So he and the, the festival stage is more like underground groups. Hopefully next year they'll be big enough to be on the main stage. So he goes and he says something like uh, he was bringing up Kendrick Lamar before he blew up. And he was like, you guys ready for some real hip hop shit? Not that Starship bullshit, which was Nicki Minaj's like pop song. Oh, she got wind of it. She puts out on Twitter. I'm not doing Summer Jam. Rosenberg. Da 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 da. 
And so, like, the whole shit just went fucking crazy. Little Wayne canceled. No, yeah, Little really? Wayne said, you're not doing Summer Jam. He wasn't there, but he told her not to do it. Oh, God. I thought he was scheduled. And right, but then she canceled. was supposed to bring out Nas and Lauren Hill as a surprise. So we did some scrambling, and we just made Nas do a set, and he brought out Lauren Hill as a surprise. Got it. So it wasn't even that bad, but then it was just, like, beef between Young Money, Cash Money, and Rosenberg and Hot 97. And But that's one of, that's one of the things where you guys know you're going to win, though, right? Meaning, um, Hot ninety seven is gonna outlast Young Money. Oh yeah, money. absolutely. But we don't. We still don't want drama. We love Nikki. Right. We all love Nikki, but she took it personally, and he was like, "I don't not like you. I don't think you, a dope rapper, should, should sing a pop song." Now, if you're a rapper on a pop song, that's un- ex- uh, it's, that's understandable. If you like make a rap song that goes pop, he's like, "But you're singing like Katy Perry." on a, a dance track when you're a sick rapper. Yeah. He's just like, I like rap. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. she got, she took, you know. So she Little didn't do Summer champs. Jam. No, not Has that Has she yet. ever come on the show since? Yeah, she, they made up on the air and then she did Summer Jam, did a little big hug. It was a fucking wrestling. It was a whole thing. Oh, it's all wrestling. Tra- yeah, it's all wrestling. By the way, the, did you guys see this? There's a Randy Macho Man Savage speech that is the fun. I'm going to lay it in. Oh, man. I always try right to lay it in. It's so goddamn funny. Randy Macho Man Savage doing uh, an interview with Mean Gene Okerlund. And he comes out and he goes, nothing means nothing. <laughs> and then he just fucking, for a minute and a half. Macho Man nothing Randy Savage. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho Madness, yeah, has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I got. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, let me say it. Yeah, let me say it. Loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. The macho man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah, I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a minute, and there is no doubt about it. Yeah, you mean Gene Okerlund. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. I don't know what those guys were on. Oh, yeah, they were on drugs. But it, it's a, they are amazing Have performers. you seen the Ultimate Warriors old? I mean, it's gibberish. <laughs> it's just emotional gibberish. Giving interviews? Yeah, but it's psychedelic and like it doesn't make any sense. But it's, <laughs> it's very captivating on a spiritual level. You're like, what's happening? And this guy's unlocked some deep core of his primal like subconscious. They're amazing. The old Ultimate Warrior ones. Um, and then what was your beef? The I. Uh, all right, so I got into some issues with the Haitian community. Well, on a, what I consider a good joke. Okay. Uh-huh. I still no, say this is a good joke. I didn't even joke. say the joke. It's not my joke. Whose joke I didn't. It? No, I didn't say it. It was misquoted. So this girl on our show throws, she was at a a, a Haitian, um, like a, a anti-AIDS Haitian event the night before. Just a voodoo gathering. We get it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a Richard Branson thing, and he had virgin condoms that he was giving to Haiti. And she threw one at me, and I go, I don't need one. I don't have sex with Haitian girls. And meaning I'm in a long-term relationship. How they could have misunderstood that joke is no, unbelievable. I'm going to tell you what they I said, mean- though. <laughs> then they go, this is what happened. 
So <laughs> I like that you're maintaining innocence. No, but it's a, what no, is I, already without the explanation of an offensive joke. Offensive joke. Yeah. But I make a lot of offensive jokes. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. and it it it's a a quick one line that she threw a condom at me. So then there's a a, a whole outrage. Uh, outroar. Uh, oh, uh, let me ask you this: Were they upset in the room at the time, or did get a laugh? No, got a laugh. And did she seem upset? She. It later later on we found out she was seemed upset because all of her Haitian friends that were at the event were listening because she was shouting them out. Right, and so she did throw a chicken. Who bone who at you. was who? She threw a condom, not a chicken. Bone. And then a chicken bone to curse you. <laughs> I just assume. Go she ahead. was in white, all white face. No. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes. She goes. No, no. So the, <laughs> then the, this thing comes out. It's like Rosenberg says. So not even Rosenberg. Not even you. The Jew. Sure. Rosenberg says he doesn't sleep with Haitian women because he, he does. doesn't want to get HIV. So then it was like. Yeah. So then never. No, HIV was never said. Never. Right. I have the clip. I had the clip on my phone. I used to play it for people. Isn't it funny that reality is meaningless, though? So, but the the funny thing is, help. Meaningless. So then, you know, I go, no, it wasn't him. It was me because I have so many Haitian friends. I was like, oh, let me explain what happened. They're gonna understand. But then it was like a whole community build up against me, and the new. I'm like, listen, the next two days or whenever it happened, I'm listening to every. I'm on Channel Seven News. Uh, you know, ten ten wins AM in the morning. And you, but the good news was you got to hear a lot of people say your name, Luis Diaz, who didn't know how to say Cipher. Yeah, DJ Luis Diaz from Hot ninety seven, and they <laughs> a local hip hop DJ has stepped in. How could some every deep... single news out, uh, source get, get the wrong. quote wrong? Yeah, that's when I I didn't believe in news beforehand because they don't they don't there's no fact checking it's at all. all. Just, Nobody yeah. wants to check that. No, they don't care. Did they do the pun, if they f- check the fact, they might be proven right. that they they don't want to check their way out of a story. Yo, Did they get was, a good pun though? You know how they like to do the puns. You know, uh, a local hip hop DJ has put the hate in Haiti. No, 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 no. no, no, no I didn't hear any of that good stuff. Did but, someone say record scratch? <laughs> 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 hot ninety seven, more like hot water, water ninety seven. <laughs> a local. Yeah, so but it was all good. I got suspended for like two months. And then what? Did, were you getting what did you hate, do you when you were mail? suspended? You getting uh, hate email? Come on! I got a lot of hate tweets. Did you go into deep deep therapy during your? Two I months was upset. Suspension? Yo, you know who first person to call me and help me out? Mr. C. Patrice O'Neill. Yep. Wyclef Jean. The shit Patrice O'Neill was saying, I can never repeat. Yeah, but he was basically saying, fuck that. He called you. He was like, hello, it's me, Patrice O'Neal. <laughs> but yo, Patrice like talked to me for like two hours, yo. And he was like, man, don't worry about that shit. They just trying to get over that. Da, da, da. Patrice must have lost a lot of money just on cell phone minutes. Because every time I talked to him, it was for fucking two hours. <laughs> Everybody talked to Patrice for two Always, hours. Always, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, That, but did, it's kind of scary though, right? Doing all, um, going through that shit because you're just like I didn't do it and there's a fucking lynch no, mob. No, and it's you. like it's lynch like mob. yeah, virtual lynch mob. Your yeah. job is like they didn't say this, but this is how it goes down in radio or any kind of broadcasting. If advertisers I think pull Drewski's money, about to, yeah, Drewski's taking his shirt off. It's no, we gotta exciting. go soon. They're we'll like, see about that. Go if ahead. we if advertisers pull money from us because of this, you're gone. To the left. So I'm gonna lose my job over something I didn't say. That's insane. Right. 
And I said, I, and I admitted the part that I did say was offensive. And the thing that saved me is I went on the air two, three hours later and apologized. So when the news story came out, it was like, oh, hey, uh, Cypher Sound said this and this and this. And then the next day it was like, oh, he's since apologized. And there was no more story. Yeah. So it went away in two days. If I didn't apologize, it would have went on and on and on. I think that uh, the culture of outrage has reached a fever point, And I actually think that we are now on the decline. We can't tell. But it's like it's it's we're on the way to a new era. That's what I believe. I think that the Oscars maybe were the pinnacle. The where people were just like seething, looking for something to be offended by. Like Jared Leto, like, oh, yeah. he didn't specifically say the word trans. And, right. and Ellen DeGeneres, she's homophobic. It's just like, it's so overblown it's and so, half-baked. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they're, thanks for the half-baked shout-out. I don't think <laughs> that it will... I don't. I think it gives people purpose, and it makes people think that they're smart and intelligent. But I think it's a cultural and meme. perceptive. I think that it's a cultural meme right now that like we must find when people are being offensive. Yeah, it's blast crazy. them on social media. Yeah, go write a blog about it. You know, it's, it's like my friend was describing it as like there are straight women on straight women on blogs telling gay men that it's. Uh, offensive to say the word tranny. Have, it's like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, Here's the question though. Have you ever been guilty of it? Of which? Of the sort of gotcha shit. I want. Because I think everybody has this thing of thing like, that. like, uh, that they had, like, w- that the thing that they're willing to grandstand about. Yeah, I know what you're mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. I'm sure I have. It's like the Zimmerman thing where you realize before you hear the whole story and you're like, oh. He's German and, and Mexican or whatever, oh, you German wanted, and yeah. where you just want it to be like, I, yeah, there's no way this can, and then the more that shit, the, the Woody Allen thing, it's a good example where you're just like, ah, and then it gets more complicated, more complicated. And you're like, okay. Just so everybody knows what happened. Neil almost just said he supported George Zimmerman on, on the podcast. I told yeah. everybody to make no, sure. No, I was they, pretty, what? no, I said I would never, <laughs> I don't, I would never get HIV. I would never fuck George Zimmerman. <laughs> I would never fuck George, like George Zimmerman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, does you, anything offend you? Does anything offend me? Does anything offend you? Or you, Moish? Uh, yeah, I get offended. Yeah, I get offended by, um, but I, I, I feel like I'm more offended by sort of, the corporate sort of structure and the justice system and sh- like the kind of overarching themes of society than I am about what one specific person said or did. Uh, nothing. You get f- you're offended. I mean, nothing of- offends me that a person says. I don't. I don't feel like that. Hmm. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I don't. I. I actually. I get offended more now about people getting offended. Yeah. yeah. That, actually, that's somebody true. got yeah. somebody de- uh, wrote a tweet the other day about like. I wonder if Neil Chelsea Handler made a bunch of jokes on the Oscars. Chelsea Handler uh, about they were all black jokes. They weren't. They weren't. They they weren't bad. No, they weren't. I I know the story you're talking about. They weren't that crazy. They were the same jokes. They were were, shitty jokes. They weren't. Don't don't say I would make jokes like that because they weren't good jokes. I'm not. No, no, no. What I'm saying (laughs) is, what I'm saying is, I read the tweets. None of them were a joke that would be too far for any of my comedians to. Oh, the joke is like the girl from um, from Twelve Years a Slave won, and she said uh, Angelina Jolie's about to adopt her. That's a fine. That's hacky. It's fine. Whatever. I get I like those kind of hacky jokes. 
What's that? I like those kind of yeah, jokes. Yeah, it's like, fine. Twitter yeah, jokes. Yeah. Neither yeah, here exactly. nor there. It was a Twitter joke. And yeah. then Twitter jokes are good. She like called that. Cindy Portier uh, Nelson Mandela. That's kind of one of those like, nah. It's, you know what it is? It's just she doesn't understand. There's certain people that it's like, y- you, we don't need you to make jokes. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, she's just coming at it from a, from like a superiority, from a place of superiority. So she can't really, it's like, just shut the fuck up about mm. About old black like fucking don't fuck with Nelson Mandela and Sidney Portia. I mean, I hear you, but what I yeah. my point is like none but, of them no, were no, that no, but crazy. People were no, I agree, but someone was like, "How well could I, uh, could I defend her?" It's like I'm not going to defend her, but what I will say is, going after her, black people aren't better off on Monday because a bunch of people were like, "You shouldn't say that thing about." It's like. No, it's just no one. They're not better off. There's not like why incarceration rates didn't go down. Why can't you make jokes? I agree. Jokes just by their nature are constru- c- criticizing a thing. Has Angelina Jolie adopted black or African children? Yes. So what's, so what's, yeah. what's a joke? I yeah. know. It's cr- from based on truth. But even worse, actually, is the ones that where they get offended based on things that aren't true. Like the, mo- the most, the thing people are saying now is that Ellen's joke. Where she said to Liza Minnelli, uh, "This is the greatest Liza Minnelli person I've ever seen. Thank you for coming tonight, sir." Was transphobic, but it's like guys, gay guys that dress in drag are not trans. They're gay. They're men that right. dress up as women. Well, that's, and that's the, who's doing Liza Minnelli in person. So they're offended about a thing that isn't even. Is that right? It's not even a even thing. Exist. Yeah. It's also trying to parse like, wait, so trans? <laughs> you're a man. You're a gay woman saying thank you, sir, to a. Gay icon, who's a ma- that you're saying is a male in person? There, it's like I don't even know. I'm already lost yeah, where are we? about yeah, yeah. like yeah, about what just, am I supposed to be you offended see, like, by? Two different people shoveling coal into two like side by side fires. You're like, well, where's yeah. this? I don't yeah. even understand. It's an MC Escher fucking <laughs> yeah argument. Yeah, so I you just kind of go I don't know. Yeah, but that I felt bad for you because I felt like it, oh thanks. Yeah, I actually did. I didn't call you like Patrice. But yeah, I did. You felt, didn't have the minutes at that point. Though. I didn't have. I simply she didn't have the minutes. Use them up on Patrice. Yeah. This is well. Yeah, Patrice. Me, yeah, what the fuck? Uh, um, well, I did a little Patrice. Yeah, a lot though. of comedians. Uh, I, like I was doing. I it was good. I was doing a lot of stand up at the time because I was just like, let me just jump in the fire. People yeah. are gonna say shit. Let me just deal with it. And um, did you find that more people knew about it than you thought, or less people? Less. Yeah. It was like on the top of my brain. For and sure. I would go yeah. places and they were like, oh, you got in trouble for something? Yeah. Know? They don't care. They don't give a fuck. And you think everyone knows. Yeah, and then they're everyone like, everyone knows. What? And if you read Twitter, it's like, rah. Yeah. And then it's 11 people. Didn't even care. And yeah. like, but comedians were like, don't apologize. I'm like, well, well I already did. <laughs> comedians. Yeah. Like, I, wanna, I want to keep my job. I'm yeah. not going to say I don't want to no, keep my job. No, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't well, ever apologize for your job. Fuck sustenance. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your wife. Fuck everything, man. Like, don't ever apologize for a joke. And I'm like, eh, I said something offensive. Would you ever apologize people. for a joke? Uh, I don't think so. My goal is to never apologize for a joke. Yeah. That's my goal in life at this point. That's one of my. It's like just like no, I'm not gonna apologize. I'll tell you what. That's a very attainable goal. You just have to not apologize. Right, but it's hard when you feel right. like. But I'm not even kidding with the Samsung thing. There are I've thought about tweets and then not tweeted it because I don't want it to be like Samsung has severed ties. Right. With you get money. Yeah. And I don't it's like I it's a weird thing. Like I just don't want to be a part of one of those things. Having said that, I've never tweeted anything that I that like 
I couldn't defend. But not to be tacky, but like, what the fuck do you care if you exactly. lose this Samsung? No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I I guess I like it. I like you doing like the commercials. Doing it. Right. So why would you? Yeah. Why, why risk it? I'm just saying he's he's Neil's not a poor man. I mean, what's right. my ETA? Oh, you we can oh, wrap it up. Go. Yeah. So we never had a guest. You know, this is the first on the show. Fifteen minutes. We never had a guest. Oh yeah, to to the to Jerusalem, to the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be there in ten fifteen. Okay. Um, what are you doing next? The Russell Simmons show they do, ADD comedy or something like that. At Jer- Jer- at oh, you're doing stand up. Jer- yeah, stand up. Yeah. He th- he's got a he's a nine o'clock show, but it's a black stand up show. So I was like, it ain't starting fucking nine. Yeah, man. You, you of all people, I, you know, I just like to be. On you point. I mean, I, don't, I have no, I have no pull in L.A. I want to do some stand up yeah. out here. I want to make sure I, you know. Yeah. Have you the, done TV? Have you done stand up on TV? Just once that Gotham show on yeah. Access. How was it? it was oh, good. the Mark Cuban thing. Yeah, it was uh-huh. really good. Uh, but yeah. it's also like they want you to do crowd work, and they want it to feel like a comedy club. So it's do a you little do a lot of crowd work? I have jokes that f- look like crowd work. You know what I'm saying? But they're like yeah. they're planned you jokes. You ask a question, and then the guy, whatever the guy, and I have a, I have a joke for each answer, or I adjust it. Yeah, and it looks like crowd work. And then like, because I opened up for Joe Coy once, and he was like, "Don't do so much crowd work." And I was like, "I didn't do any crowd work." And I was like, "Oh, my jokes look like crowd work." Right. That's when I when he said that to me is when I really figured it out. I was like, "Am I doing crowd work?" But I, it's like that's almost a, we- a sign of weakness. What doing? Somebody, Brett Ern said to me one time, "Stop polling the audience." Because oh, I go yeah, like, I know what you're "Hey, you guys ever uh, go but to the I, restaurant?" That, and I it like just feels it like. But that drives me crazy. What is the function of that in comedy? Have what? you finding out if these guys have it, ever? It makes the, it like resets the subject. Yeah, I hear you, but you can just reset the subject. Like I now I know that. Right. But when you don't have enough confidence, <laughs> I have a friend who won't get into the joke until the question is answered no matter how right 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 like you guys do you guys see the world series you guys see the world like, series and nobody answers it no, no the world the world series you know it's a baseball game one of the do you guys the not have tvs the fuck is wrong yeah, no i don't do that yeah i don't it just it's like i'm like i consider like i don't know i don't know my style but i'm just like uh I'm more like a like a man like it comes man from radio town. because when radio when everyone thinks they're your friend on radio like the, I'll go out somewhere walking in the street and be like yo Cypher what's up how's your aunt doing because uh-huh. I mentioned on the radio my aunt was sick right you know what I'm saying yeah so they feel like they're your friend so I brought that element into comedy into my stand up and it's like I it's like I'm talking to the people but all I have jokes. They're not. They, but they, they just, just all have they to do with see, Haiti and AIDS. And no, so they don't. No Haiti and AIDS jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like I'm doing crowd work. And you, okay. That have you ever done a set where you didn't do it? Yeah, and it feels awk- a little awkward. Did it, did you do better? It was pretty much the same. Yeah, I always found that once I got rid of all that stuff, it was less slack. It was just like the whole thing was tighter because I would just go yeah. like bang, 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 bang instead of like. So, uh, what, what, uh, but I noticed like I watched Seth Meyers monologues this week. He'll do that. You almost have to. And Jim Fallon does it too. Leno does it. You see this? Yeah. You guys right, like, you, you have to monologues. do it, uh, because you're going through, you about this? you're going through so many subjects that you don't, you can't go president. You can't just go. The president was in Egypt. But and that's actually how Seth did it on weekend update. 
Yes, because he got because it was a news parody, and I like that better. Actually, I gotta say, I don't like you. You see, this to me sounds che- really cheesy. Like, yeah, you guys hear about this? Uh, you know, Leno, Letterman does it. Every, I think it's you have to do I'm it. Saying, I'm, Letterman's not, cheesy. I'm not on your level, guys. I'm not on your level. I'm just trying to figure it out, man. Hey, man, look. Well, we're trying to help you. I'm we're trying just to trying to throw out. you in All the right, water. Cut out the crowd work. Got yeah, it. you we're want to throw you in the water. No, take somebody said to me it took me a long time to to even think he had a point. And then once I, you look at great comics. I would love, I don't know. I would love to get to the point where I could do stand-up like three shows every night and like craft it as much as you guys do. You I just kid though in New York. Why can't you? Uh, because I got to. Get up at four thirty. DJ. I gotta get up early. I gotta well, go to studio. Like I do too much. Why, shit. why do but you, why do you stand focus? Up? But why do you do? Stand I up? like. I love it. But um, why you have such a prolific everything else career? What is it that's driving you to be on stage with? How do you answer that? Think about Don't look at Neil. I'm funny. I'm funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have a? Do you see it as like a craps table where you have some on? Morning DJ, some on Club DJ, that's good, some that's on... That's a good analogy. Some, well, that's how I think of this shit, where I'm like, a little voiceover. I had a dollar on voiceovers. I didn't even know I had a chip out. Uh, <laughs> movies. A little Samsung. A little Sam. I, then- I look at it... Okay, I have a more of an umbrella approach. I like... This is what I think makes people the happiest in life. Laughing and dancing. <laughs> have you you thought that consciously? Or yes. you actually believe that? No, it's like, it's like my... It's my motivation like i personally like and i'm good at making people laugh and making people dance and it brings them joy that's funny so i do i produce comedy shows i do stand up i do improv shows i dj i produce music all that falls under that umbrella that's funny because i never think of when people go like you have such a good job you get to make people laugh I'm doing it as like it in Israel. You, guys, oh, you don't think of it that way. I never, th- I, I never think of it as like I'm doing any sort of service. Well, the, I oh, see it as a just service. Like getting a, getting something across. It's well, way, a service. Way, I find this more of a service in a weird this way. This is too because well, we're not getting paid. That's part of it. That's why it feels hey, like such a service. But also just like the Wyatt episode where people, so many people wrote on Twitter how much they it meant to them. No, no, no. I this is how I think of it. When we, we got to go. When I think about whether my life has values because sometimes i'll go i'll say that like what the fuck are you doing with your life sitting around trying to get famous like what the fuck what value is that just your ego Mm -hmm. pumping then i think well you know comedy and entertainment it does bring things to people when you go when you go to charlotte i'm going to charlotte this weekend i go perform in charlotte they're excited to have a a performer in town there is something there is something that has you guys you guys do it so much you downplay it and you don't realize this you got you just look at the crowd and it's always a crowd. There's somebody who had the shittiest fucking week. Their boss is an asshole. They got sexually harassed. You know what I'm saying? And they go to your spot on a Friday night or Saturday night. They're Haitian. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they and got you AIDS. bring you bring joy. Do you know that old the old joke about the guy in the old comedian? He's in the diner. You know this one, yeah. He's sitting in the diner eating and this woman walks in. This is the dichotomy of the audience versus the comedian's mm-hmm. ego. The woman comes in. She's like, "Oh my God, you're that comedian! I came and saw you in Chicago last year. It was the day that my it was the weekend my my husband died, and I was heartbroken. He did a long battle with cancer. He went swimming. He lost his glasses, and <laughs> and 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 I came to the show that night, and you cha- you you made me laugh, and it made me forget about my problems, and it's the reason that I'm alive today. And the comedian looked up and goes, uh, "Was that the early show or the late show?" 
Yeah, yeah it is like my it's about my experience with it. Yeah. And it's never about if I kill, it's not I don't come off stage going like I please those people. Right. I come off going like I won. I Why do you do stand up? Yeah, I won. Why do you do stand up? Because I, I am funny and I love I love stand up. I always have loved it. And I think you can change people's minds with stand up. Mm-hmm. And I, I have shit I want to say via stand up. It's like my way of like saying like all the shit comes in in at you in the world. Right. And so, it's like and it's like here's my rebuttal to right. all and the that's garbage. That's like a musician who writes a beautiful song and brings people joy. You don't want to know why I do stand up? Sure. <laughs> Forget it, man. For the pussy. <laughs> I mean, sure, why not? You're here. <laughs> Neil, why? <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to ask. No. Uh, why do you do? Oh, you do stand-up because it's uh, like music. I do stand-up because I don't actually know the answer. I think I... Yeah, uh, there's no direct... I think the live... Why we I do think it. performing in front of people is exhilarating. And oh, yeah, absolutely. I think the live performance... But um, it, it because, you know, you're good at writing scripts, too. What? Why not just do that? There's something extra oh, yeah. about being yeah, in front that's of Yeah, because it's lonely. It. Writing scripts is lonely. And you right. get to feel people's energy. You get to feel yeah. the endorphins. There are people like, we, you got to go, but like when Chris Rock is the nicest in the 15 minutes after he's gotten off stage. Oh, He's so much fucking nicer because yeah. you can just see the endorphins oh, yeah, going through him. And he's oh, like, yeah. whereas I'm not like... I I'm love, not any. I love not, it when I rip it down. You feel amazing. Oh, when you kill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there are certain sets where you're like, but I just go immediately to like rage and arrogance. I'm like, fuck you. People are talking to me. I'm like, did you fucking see what I just did? You fucking piece of shit. The funniest is when you see the way a comedian comes off stage when they kill. You're just like, all right, dude, we get it. You killed. You don't have to be demonstratively yeah, showing smiling, it in your body. High fiving. No, no, my girlfriend will come home sometimes and I'll be like, how'd the show go? And I look at her and go, oh, you killed. Like just, yeah. just there's just too much good energy <laughs> yeah, coming yeah. off of her. Yeah. You have a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a comedian. Natasha Legero. That's your Wanda, girlfriend? No, Wanda Sykes. Who which one's your girlfriend? Natasha Wanda. Legero. <laughs> no, Natasha's my yeah, Natasha. Is Legero. she really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my boy. <laughs> your boy fuck. Your boy what? Uh, your boy what, motherfucker? He was just Hello. Like, she was on <laughs> He was watching some clip. What was she on? Hello. Some video. And he's like, Oh, she's hot. And he started just looking up. Like he was watching like a half an hour of her of her videos and shit. Yeah, tell your boy to get me. It's good to be hot and funny. Yeah, tell your boy to email. She's hot too. She's She's cool check too. Uh, Folks, we did it. Cyber Sounds 2014. You did. You got champs. Go see him at the UCB East in New York. Listen to the morning show. You can also get it on iHeartRadio and all that shit. You can listen to the shit all. And Juan Epstein, which is by the way, guys, if you. Have listened to this podcast and enjoyed the 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 legendary rappers we've had on. They have everybody. They have on, on way better Epstein people. Than us. Yeah, they do. I mean, not yeah. better, but and more. Hulu Plus slash Champs. Oh, shit. We got a TV show coming out about Hot 97 on VH1 starting March 31st. It's called This Is Hot 97, and it, it is a uh, hold on. I gotta think of the the term that the media people told me to use. Haitian Uns- AIDS. Shh. Oh, sorry. I thought that might have been it. Fuck. It's an unscripted comedy series. Oh, wow. How'd they come up with that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those oh, people, oh, no, no, no. Boy, I'm sorry. They earn their money. It's also a comedic look at Hot 97. And is it extra work for you? Uh, yeah. Thank God. It's, yeah. F- it's great. It's funny as shit. Oh, Thank that's goodness. great. It's funny as shit. Awesome. So please watch out. that. VH1. Wanna Neil, thanks for... Oh, not for this. Fuck this. Thanks for putting me on Chappelle's show. Yep. Uh... 
And thanks for. I don't think I had much to do with it. I didn't fight it though. Yeah, and you also used to say, "Look, you have one second when the camera comes down to look into it and be on TV." And I'd be like, "Hi, <laughs> uh, Neil." I want to thanks thank for you. the beats by Dr. Dre uh, voiceover. Oh yeah, I got him a voiceover gig. I want. I totally you forgot as about well. that. Neil, did you make any money? Yeah, good, good amount of money. Good. I want to thank you for bringing up the tweet. Right. I want to thank you for bring, bigging me down. Right. And I want to thank you for looking at me whenever a person of color says they grew up around white people. You're welcome. Well, thank you for it's all that. It's a great week. Champ. It's a great Moish, I want to thank you. Oh, for yes. Moish. Just for being me. Oh, being a Jew. Geez, Listen, it. Champs fans, we want to thank you for listening Champs. to another episode. God bless. Bye. <laughs>